Hi, everybody. Today on Lindy and Lizzie, we're excited to have our own personal trainer, Andrew Taylor, on the show. Lizzie and I work out with him weekly, and we've already seen a difference in our bodies, so we're pretty excited. He helps women in Orange County and men, too get their personal goals achieved, everything from weight loss to weightlifting and bulking. He wrote an ebook on glute growth, his specialty, and nutrition. He does one-on-one -on -one training online or in the gym at Earned Fitness in Costa Mesa, California. In this episode, Andrew gives us his expertise and opinions on everything from Ozempic to creatine to pre-workout, things to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So grab your water, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Men and women don't need to train different. Yes, the movements are different, but the style is the same. Okay. Growing muscle is growing muscle. Nutrition is nutrition. We're all the same except for one's female, one's male. Okay. I wanted to ask you, like, Creatine's become like a big topic. You know, it's been around for a long time, yeah. but it's become a big topic. But people I follow have been talking about it more. But lately. women are having a harder time taking it because they get bloated and all this stuff. Should women be taking it, and how should they be taking it? Because I know guys know they take it and they like to take every. It. There is nothing wrong with creatine, and look at it this way: if you eat red meat, you eat salmon, you have creatine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the water bloating that people say. Okay. Yes, you will retain a little bit of water right off the bat, but your body starts to absorb it. The water that they say is what helps hydrate the muscle belly and helps you recover during your sets and get back into the next set better than you would without it. Creatine is not, it's funny, I talk about creatine. I remember when creatine came out, I think I was like 18 years old and everybody's like, oh my God, it's a steroid. No, <laughs> I it's remember not. When people I remember, yeah. <laughs> and they think that's going to cause them all these health issues. But if you eat red meat, you eat salmon, and I think it's even in tofu. So if you're a vegetarian, it's in everything we eat. You're just supplementing it to get a little bit extra for yourself. And you, and you find that to be helpful. Oh, 100%. Okay. So women, so how much should a woman be taking? <sighs> It's going to really depend on the size of the woman. Okay. So weight weight is going to play into it. What their goals are going to play into it. How they train is going to play into it. So there's not, and this is the weird thing about fitness. There's not just a, right. you do this and you don't do this. Every single person is different. There's a hundred different ways to skin a cat. And you just got to find what works well for that person. I might start somebody off through doing a powder, maybe two grams in their pre-workout, two grams in their intro workout. If it runs fine, might tell them to bump it up just a tad bit. If for some reason they don't have a good reaction to it, we're going to scale it back. Okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of just playing with things and figuring out how a person reacts to it. Right. Trial and error. Yep. Right. Yeah. What about BCA branch chain amino acids? Honestly, it's in recovery, right? I was going to ask you about pre-workout and put like... BCAAs are for recovery. Um, I like EAAs better. Okay. Um, those seem to help me recover a little bit faster, but also a lot of it is mental. A lot of times you give somebody something that says it's going to help you recover, it will naturally help them recover That's faster. so many things. <laughs> That's almost what... Supplements Life. are very tough right now in this fitness industry because it's so highly regulated that I look at supplements when I got into into working out compared to now. There's actually 
very few things that are really good that you can buy over the counter. Yeah. Now you have hormone specialists and then you get into peptides and different stuff like that, which are a really big craze right now and are really, really good. Yeah. I, I would, I'm interested in that. It's expensive. The peptide there. It is, yeah. but there is a, almost a peptide for every single thing you can deal with or what you're looking to do. Mm -hmm. I actually sell these patches. I wear them. I have them on right now. <laughs> and uh, they help your body actually stimulate your own peptide growth and cell um, stem cells. So that's pretty cool. And yeah. So there's nothing you're ingesting mm -hmm. and it's your own body's, um, you know, peptides that it's stimulating. So actually I'm hoping I like them. And I, I feel like when I've worked out and been really, I mean, I've worked, <laughs> there's been some times I've trained with you. I'm sorry. I cannot even walk the next time. Like, ow, ow. And I Andrew's wear Andrew's like a drill sergeant. I mean, you know, he really is. I like it though, but he like, it. I'll be like, I can't. He'll be like, what? Like, he doesn't even flinch. I'm like, I can't. You know you're screwed when I give you that little evil laugh when oh, I walk totally. out. You have the craziest, like, laugh. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. luckily, I know you're not evil, but it is an evil little laugh. Well, you're tough on yourself, too. I mean, like, tell... Tell these people about your typical day. Because yeah, what time he works You're probably out. the hardest working trainer that I know. I mean, your schedule is bananas. So I get up about 2.05. 2.05. Oh, I drink my pre-workout shake, go down to the gym, start training myself from 2.30 to about 4 a.m. And then I start with clients at 4 a.m. From 4 a.m. till noon, I have anywhere from three to four clients per hour that I run around the gym with my head cut off. Working you through do. everybody. But I love doing that because it really gives me the opportunity to give person, uh, the people, a one-on-one -on -one training experience. But I get to eliminate the talking, give the person a little bit of a discount on the rate because I have multiple people coming in. So realistically, the way I train, I go from one person to the next person. While they're resting to get back, by the time I'm back to them, then they're ready to go. All we don't have is that little chatter in the middle and i actually really watch other trainers and do one-on-one -on -one training and i notice that even with my style that i get more out of people more sets out of people so it actually yeah, really works like very efficiently mm -hmm. it's all about being efficient in there yeah i watch you know you're very efficient and and structured you're very structured and i remember names no, yeah you do you're really good except for when you called her miss lindy I know. <laughs> calling me miss lindy i mean it's like i answer to both i said yep. <laughs> Hey, it's very, very close. All right. It starts right. off. Lizzie and Lindy is yeah. it's pretty. It's a tough one. And it's a compliment if you want to call me Lizzie. Anyway. <laughs> but you do. It's Miss Lindy, Miss Jeanette over here. Like, I yep. see you all day. Yeah. In there. So, what were we talking about the other day in the gym? It was like, we were talking about. Well, like he said, he doesn't chit chat with us much. No, he so. talked to us that day. Remember, we were asking because there was so, okay, there's so many cute girls in this gym and they have cute butts. And we were always like, so. Which of the butts are real and which are like, oh, and, and he was just like, yes, but he was like helping us break down yes. the deal with like butts and he told enhancements. Us exactly how to tell and, when they're real and not, and it's that side dimple in your um, the side dip. So yeah, naturally the hip dip, there's not a muscle there, so you can't grow it. Yeah. So a lot of women will get injections to fill that out. Nothing wrong with that. That's their own prerogative. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Um. You can tell – I can spot a BBL or a fake butt a mile away because the legs don't match the glutes. Mm -hmm, right. Like there should be some contour from the hamstring to the glute that just misses when they do that. It's fine. That's what they want to do. But you can always – when you understand the body and how it works and how it should look, you can definitely tell the difference between them. Yeah. Especially when they're in leggings. 
Right. Well, right. you want to know if you're training because you're like, okay, am I going to get that result? Is that is that going to happen? But and if it's and if you know that it's just kind of it's it's artificial, it's not going to happen. No matter what, your butt's not going to look like that with your body. It's not going to happen. But I mean, our bodies are all different anyway. But it's good to know that I'm just naturally not going to, you know. So I, my expectations can come down a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it growing, Andrew? It's it's growing. It We're is. getting there. If I took your first video of a hyperextension to our last video of the hyperextension, you probably would see about three to four inches of different growth right there. Wow. Three to four inches. Yes. See, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that's what we want. Mm -hmm. That's what Lindy and I talk about too. She's like, I need to, I need to. Maybe get back over here. But everything takes time. Yeah. People people come in, they think that they could spend a month in the gym and that their butt's going to be different takes time. than what they had a month before. No. Realistically, it takes about six months for training to actually start taking effect in your body. It, it's weird. Your body kind of understands your habits that you have. And when you work out, they go, okay, cool, we're working out. But you usually stop in a month and a half. Why am I going to work so hard to build something? When you're just going to stop anyway. Once you get into that habit, your body starts trusting you and your body starts really working for you. It's the same as nutrition. It takes a while for nutrition to start working in your body because your body has to trust that you're going to be eating. A lot of women, the biggest problem for women is they under eat. Yeah. And then you create those metabolic issues. You create thyroid issues. And that takes time to undo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, speaking of, um, I feel like for women, weight training, what you specialize in, um, well, what, okay, so what would you call the workouts that you do? Because a lot of people will ask me, what type of workouts do you do? And I usually say either, you know, high intensity interval training or weight training. Um, do, what do you consider? It's, it's you considered body recompositioning, realistically changing the body to what you want on it. I like that. Um, mm -hmm. High intensity interval training is a different style. Mm -hmm. You have just high intensity weight training. I would say that is very similar to what I do, high-intensity weight training. Um, it is just that old-school mindset. And it's funny. I had a talk with the trainer the other day because I am tough. You hear me yell. And I'm like, I don't know how you have people. I'm like, this shows that people still like the old-school approach. Yeah. Yeah. They like the no-nonsense. <clears throat> I'm not going to coddle you. I'm going to do what I, I'm supposed to do to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. And I've worked out. I mean, I've worked out for years and years and years. And I work out four or five times a week, sometimes more. <clears throat> and I weight train, I train at home too, but it's the, there's a difference when you have somebody really pushing you in the gym with really heavy weights and the machines that they have there. My body's changed, mm -hmm. you know, even though I have been working out and lifting weights for, you know, years, but when I've trained with you, like things are changing. Mm -hmm. it's like well, it really the job of the trainer isn't to teach you how to work out. Right. No. job of the trainer is to give you a better workout. And really, like I tell people, we do about 12 sets during our training sessions. I add 12 to 15 reps during your workout that you would not have done on your own. And those are the ones that are going to change your body. We naturally feel that burn. We naturally feel fatigue. So the first instinct is, okay, cool. I'm done. Right. That trainer sitting there and say, no, you got three more. I'm not actually counting reps in my head. I'm looking at your faces. I'm looking at your facial expressions and I can tell, okay, you think you're done. I know you got five more in you Yeah. and you're going to do those You've done that to me for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, he does that. Yeah. I'm just like, what do you mean? What? Yeah. Five more? Let's go. Definitely. <laughs> but okay, so um, back to the type of training you do and it's weight training. There's one thing that, so I grew up, I used to um, model and act and um 
And uh, I grew up in the era of the song, like, <laughs> look at that <laughs> guy's girlfriend. I think her <laughs> look at her butt. What's that song? You know, oh, like, my God, back. Becky. Look back. at her. Back. And it was a bad thing. So we, my girlfriends and I literally used to turn around and say, Do my, does my butt look big in these jeans? Like, that was, it's so funny how time changes and everything. It all goes in circles. Yeah, it does. It all goes in circles. Yeah. And probably in five, ten years, it's having a big butt's going to be gone. I, and actually, you can actually even already see that. I can see that that's all. You're not wanting the big butt, but you're wanting the shape of a good glute. Good, right. Yeah. Like I've had to embrace my body the way it's made, but just enhance it a little, mm. you know, tighten up things a little. But I'm never going to look like that, nor do I really want to. For me, that doesn't work for my style and how I like mm -hmm. to dress. Like right. the way I like to dress, isn't. it's not going to work. Mm. So but um, one thing I've learned though, so I used, to, so what my point was is I used to do things like yoga, Pilates, um, and a lot of cardio because I just want to be thin. Mm -hmm. And now I've learned that especially with aging and going, you know, women that are losing estrogen as they get older. So weight training actually is better for you and your bones that get brittle as you get older mm -hmm. than even calcium or anything like that. Weight training is the best thing a woman well, can do. When you're putting the pressure on your body, your body's going to understand that it still needs to preserve it. Yeah. Weight training is probably the biggest fountain of youth out there. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think women understand that, though. It is the fountain of youth. It is. Every single style of workouts out there, what do you got? You, you named them yoga, Pilates, CrossFit, um, high-intensity interval training classes. I used to love aerobics. <laughs> they all have their place. The problem with the fitness industry is people don't understand what each actually do. Right. You're not going to do CrossFit to create a better body for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're going to do CrossFit to be more functional, be more athletic, be actually, yeah. I'll even say healthier. Yeah. Right. But is it going to change your body? It, it will change your body, but will it create the body that you want? Right. And that's what you have to ask yourself. High intensity like interval training. Yep. <laughs> High intensity interval training is a great cardiovascular workout. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be able to take a class and build? No, I used because to be an you, orange theory at it. Because you can't create enough resistance when you're doing timed intervals. Weight training, you're not going to be the most functional. You might not improve your cardiovascular, but you're going to be able to break down those muscle bellies for them to grow and shape the way you want to do. It's all about finding what works well for you. So do you suggest a combination then? Uh, it's going to come down to goals. Okay. It's going to oh, come down okay. to goals. Depending okay? on what you want. Okay. Um, how I do their cardio is going to depend on what their goals are. How I do their weight training is going to be depend on how their goals are. How I feed them, which is the most important thing, is going to depend on goals. So I just uh, the one thing that's been fascinating to me though is how important weight. So like I said, where I come from, personally, not with like men in my life. I know weight training is important for them, but I never thought it was important for women. And what I've learned in my own health journey and everything is how important weight. That's why I come to you, and that's why I put up with you being a drill sergeant. <laughs> Honestly, I think weight training for women has been the biggest women's lip movement mm, and yeah. the most mm. empowering for women out there. There is nothing wrong 100%. with being strong, yes. and we're getting to a point now where yes, you have some muscular women. And we're getting to the point of understanding that's what they want. That's okay. Right. The only tough part about the gym and when you walk into gyms, you have bodybuilding competitors. You see women that have maybe dabbled in performance enhancing drugs. I don't like the fact because with that, because then say someone like you comes and goes, I don't want to look like that. 
You're not going right. to. Those are choices that have been made to get to that point. And understanding that is probably right. one of my biggest hurdles on people is overcoming that objection. They're going to look like correct. That. They're very worried. Like I don't want to look manly. You're not. Going I don't want to look manly yeah. at all. <laughs> no, I don't. So, I don't think yeah. you could. <laughs> I am living proof that you can work out in a gym with one of the best trainers yes. in Orange County and not look manly. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it is the key to longevity. I mean, and it's coming out more and more. Skeletal muscle is just like so. That's so what I important. just I keep learning more about is the bone density and how mm -hmm. important it is for that and women falling and you know um, and then also like I, there's just so many benefits to weight training. So like you kind of said, um, it's really great for your mental health and your confidence, mm -hmm. and then um, your metabolic health. And what women don't realize is that you can eat more when you do workouts mm -hmm. like yours. The next 24 hours, your your metabolic rate is up and you're burning calories and you can eat more and there's just so many benefits your sleep is improved mm -hmm. um it's actually really good for our hormones there's just so many benefits and and i really am trying to stress that now for working out with weights for you, for women especially and, and you said the one the biggest thing the mental health mm -hmm. yeah, and so I'm i think mental health advocate i've been through a lot as right. you both know and exercise is imperative and the reason why it is is because it creates mental toughness yeah it yeah. creates discipline it creates structure and when you have that structure you get you don't have that time to let your mind run wild you're in there you're you're there for a purpose right. and when you're done you feel good after because you completed that task and then the rest of the day is just easy because you once you complete one task you complete two you complete three you complete four mm -hmm. it's, it's right. so true yeah. and and i see a difference and i am proud of myself um and then also it actually um it, it endorphins are really endorphins are released and mm -hmm. yeah there's all kind of happy chemicals that so are um, released when you work out too oh, absolutely. so it's a, it's scientifically proven so also on legally blonde she talks about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you remember ben that part? Yes. one of my favorites ben, ben and snap yes hey, i say that in training sessions i said ben, ben and snap <laughs> rdls when she says that like when she says that brooke couldn't have killed her husband because she says well but she exercises and exercise makes you happy it's true it's like therapy if i don't do it i get i'm like oh my gosh you didn't work out to him a wreck i'm not i'm not in a good mood i'm grumpy and it work out yeah it's it it's absolutely it, it helps you in all aspects of yeah. life so um and i think it's important for our kids to see i found that one of the things um to set an example for your children is to show that i'm taking care of my health and my body and i've seen my children kind of take note of that and um you know want to be healthy too that's a, yeah. uh, and, it, and it is and one thing i really encountered with women because i have a lot of women that have children is overcoming also that mom guilt of the gym and taking your time of doing that but you're actually a better mother. but you're a better mother for doing it by taking that time you, you may have had a struggle with your kid in the morning you're able to think through it through your workouts it's a lot of mental things that go on through your workout it's probably one of the best thinking places that you can have mm -hmm. yeah well and so on top of the mental health aspect it's actually one of the best stress reliefs mm -hmm. that you yeah. can really I don't feel any guilt for working out. And that's great. They know that. If they're in the house, I'm like, mommy's going to work out. Everyone leave me alone for one hour. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it makes you a better mother, mm -hmm. for sure. And, and I don't know, the whole mommy wine culture, I'm not right. a big fan of. I, I say go take a walk, go work out. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, so I want to ask you, though, because like it's such a huge thing right now, all this whole fitness. Like Everybody wants to get 
fit and, and building muscle is is so key. So the fitness industry that you're in, has it become more competitive lately or has it become with, with AI and with YouTube, has it become less competitive? Like how is all, because like, there's so many different AI's things happening in the world, job. right? AI is going to start training people for you. <laughs> it is in the gym. definitely very saturated. I always prefer like one, I always prefer in person, but you know. It's very saturated. Um, but also you have so many different avenues as a trainer to make a living that it almost unsaturates it. So not really in our gym, because a lot of our, in our gym is actually old school trainers that want to be personal trainers, but I've worked at self-made where you had a combo of personal trainer, you had online coaches, you had influencers. So there's all different avenues on that. Um, online training is great for the pocketbook, but you have to have the right mental aspect on it. You have to really know, you have to have your own discipline to be able to follow through on it. That's just, I do a lot of, for myself, I'll do online coaching with other other coaches, one, to get better at my craft, but also two, so I don't have to think about what I'm doing. You just tell me what I'm doing, but I've also been working out for 25 years. Right. So I also know how to go through a workout, how hard I should push myself, when I need to pull off when I need to go harder. And that's the tough part on online coaching. It's not just following a program. You have to really know what you're doing. Well, you have an ebook too, right? Yep. So now what is in your ebook? And because So that is a booty ebook. It's oh. pretty much a breakdown. Listen up, ladies and gents. <laughs> it is a breakdown of the workouts, okay. intensity, proper form, and then also nutrition to go inside with it. Because if you're not eating right, no matter what you do in the gym, nothing's going to grow. That's true. Okay. But if you're not doing it right in the gym, it still isn't going to grow no matter how well you eat. So it all it encompasses everything. It's a very it's a great introductory book okay. for someone that may not know what they're doing, has never trained, has never worked out in a gym. It kind of covers the A, Bs, and Cs of it and lets them see if they want to go on further down the road for themselves. Okay. So what are the, um, if, if your best breakfast is um, cream of rice or <laughs> protein, which I, I'm going to try, I'm not going to lie. Um, well, yeah, I'm rapping today. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is, what's your best post-workout meal? Because is it, is this true that within 45 minutes you want protein to feed your muscles within 45 minutes of working out? Is that true? I've always heard yeah. that's true, but. I don't want to discredit how valuable protein is. Okay. But realistically, the first thing you want to eat post-workout is you want to replace the glycogen. The fastest way to replace the glycogen that you burned off is through carbohydrates. So a nice base of carbohydrates, fast-acting carbohydrates, maybe like a banana, cream of rice, stuff like that. Rice cakes, like those, they're, they're the most amazing thing. The chocolate rice cakes are the best. Oh, the one at Trader Joe's? <laughs> yeah, those things are absolutely amazing. But something that's going to be fast-acting, help you recover, get those glycogen storages back up and protein is key. Okay. And then dinner. Dinner. Dinner, you want something that's going to satiate you throughout the night. That way you're not waking up and snacking. The main thing with food is cooking your food. You really can't go wrong cooking your food. Right. Now you get in trouble when you add in sauces and different stuff like that. That's when you can take a very healthy meal and make it a horrible meal. I like I would, sauces. <laughs> I tell people you can have a salad. And you can make it worse than a Big Mac by dressing. That is true. I love ranch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't I don't have it. So um, mm -hmm. I make a really good dressing with um, lemon. You can make like you actually can make really great. delicious you can make great ones, dressings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll make it. Made is always better than bought. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm scared to buy a lot of that stuff now. Even and even going to restaurants, I'm just like seed oils, seed oils, and this, seed oils, and this. Oh, seed oils. It's really worse. It's a it's scary like thing that's at restaurants, oil. and you don't know what's what what's used and what's not used. Mm-hmm. So even buying olive oil, they say it's like a whole controversy. Now you got to get <laughs> the right olive oil. You got to get the right it's ones. So true. Yeah, yeah. They, they sell bunk oils out there, so you got to like pay attention. I have not heard that one, but you have yeah. now I have. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you have. Just ask us. <laughs> We'll tell you about like health, weird health stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Um, what about coffee? Coffee, nothing wrong with coffee. Okay. Before workout? Nothing wrong with it. That's like drinking a pre-workout. I love coffee. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And yes. I used to drink this pre-workout Which called one? Bucked Up. <laughs> What's that? Bucked what about, what about yeah. bulletproof coffee? Tastes, what do you think about that? It tastes nothing like cotton candy. Don't yeah. like melt it down. It's delicious. Wait, cotton candy coffee? No, it's Bucked Up. It was like just yeah, a it's pre-workout. A and it's delicious. I never had it. Yeah, it was like pina colada or like. Very concave. That's actually a really good brand because they have different levels of caffeine. You can go with your small caffeine, your 150, 200, and they have something I think up to 400 milligrams per serving. And you were bucked up. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. But I didn't, but then I couldn't drink my coffee because I felt like that was just too much caffeine and I could just feel it, you know? Like, coffee is not that much caffeine. Okay. So then I stopped. You're bucked up with probably more caffeine. Way more. But yeah. I couldn't have both. So then no. I was like, I'm just going to have two cups of coffee instead. You've got to be careful with that pre-workout stuff, though, yeah. because some of it just make it, no, it made so me like so jittery and crazy. Jittery. But some of them don't. What are your favorite pre-workouts? So it's going to be – so you, it's not actually the pre-workout. It's what's in the pre-workout. So and a I lot of – I get paid by a bucked up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the pre-workout, pre-workout, people think about just the caffeine that they're getting. But then you have – citrulline malate that's added to it, creatine, prealkaline, different stuff like that that are added to the workouts that one could give you the jittery feeling, mm-hmm. one give that little scratchy feeling. Um, so for women, they don't really like that itchy feeling. Um, I get all my supplements from this company called Wholesale Nutrition. Okay. Um, they have a pre-workout called Tone that doesn't have, it's nice and that's in the pre-workout that gives you that itchy feeling. It doesn't have any of that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Nobody itchy wants feeling. it. You do? I yeah. Don't like it's like feeling. that. It's like the niacin flesh, right? It's, yeah, it's like, it makes me feel yeah. like my skin's on fire. Yeah. Oh, nice and I, I, I bet that you like that feeling, Andrew. You yeah. seem like it. Right. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> two a.m. Let's yeah. get it going. I can't take what does your wife think when you're leaving? Like you go two a.m. She's just like. And that's kind of hard to, you know, because her Wait, schedule is out of painkillers give me. I get really yeah. itchy. A lot of people do. Bleed with, I can't take painkillers because of that. I didn't know that um, pre-workout does that. So with my, skin bleed, with my wife, this is how I look at it. I'd rather wake up at 2 in the morning and go work out and then be home to her by 3 o'clock than finish my day at 3 o'clock and then extend my day for an hour and a half while she's awake. Yeah. She's not up at two o'clock. So it doesn't, yeah. it's no harm, no foul. Like but either you're not way. you're tired with the end of the day. I, I am, but I mean, we relax during the week. We have our fun on the weekend. Yeah, She's, you guys have fun. You're always at concerts yeah. and like going to parties. She That's is cute. one of the most amazing women. Like it's, I, I actually really appreciate because yes, I do train a lot of women. There is not any yeah, uncomfort on her spot. She has full trust in me and she lets me just run my business. But she also knows that the first thing I do is I go home to her. Right. And you talk about your wife all the time, too. Absolutely. I, mean, I love her. You're just such a respectful, nice man to train with. And she's she's a lucky woman. You're, you, you are really, the least. Really, no, uh, no I'm the lucky one. Oh, <laughs> you're the least that's creepy good. trainer I've ever like. The least creepy trainer. And that's why I train a lot of women because yeah. that's one thing when I went into this industry. I mean, I sat down and I broke down all the different demographics. Now, I'm going to be cr- – 
it's just a lot of honest. Women will spend the most amount of money on how they look. That is okay, regardless if it's absolutely. hair, nails, or whatever. Okay, so business aspect, that was the best demographic. But I knew going into there, reputation is everything. We live in Orange County. It's, so it is the smallest little county ever. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows everybody. There's two degrees of separation here, yep. I'd say. Yeah. You threw over one person. It will spread like wildfire that mm -hmm. you're a creep at the gym. Yes. And I started, I mean, it's just, it's no nonsense for me. It is a business. I love what I do. I love training people. And that is my passion. But it is a business. It's just like you work in an office and you don't sleep where you eat. Or you don't, what do they say? You, you, don't, you don't shit where you eat. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lindy said a bad word. She never says a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, Lindy. But it's a saying. I didn't make no. it up. I yeah. like to work out with Andrew, though, because, you know, I go to Lifetime and I, like, I just it's don't. Intimidating I don't even want to go to the other side of the gym by myself either. unless I have a girlfriend with me or I'm with a trainer because I'm just like, it's it just so like, true. it's. It's it's scary. Like I like to walking around gym, but it, I don't like it. It's I don't. I, I don't want to get hit on when I go I to the gym. Either. The I gym is want. beautiful, great amenities. Is. I just don't have, and I think this is what I love about my facility is that I just don't it's small and cozy, and I love. I it. don't get the energy that really gets me up to wanting to have a great workout. Right. That's true. I don't. No. Weirdly, it's, there's just so much going on. Enough. So many people come up and talk to me too. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I want to go into the gym. I want to work hard. And then yeah. I got to get out of there because I got things to do. Yeah. I can't spend all this time at the gym. I That's don't want why a social I like, scene where I work out. I don't. No. But a lot of people do like that. Some do. Oh, Some do. Yeah. But realistically, a workout, you can get a workout in in 35 to 45 minutes. You don't need more of that, any more than that, if you're efficient and you train hard with right. intensity. Right, like I can't get to our workout sometimes on time because don't laugh. Every time. Sometimes? Because <laughs> okay. um, I take my son to school and um, and then I come in. You guys, I love you guys. Um, but I'm always like, oh, you know, I'm not going to have to work out more after something. And that's something that you've said to me. And I, and I believe you. Um, well, when it comes to that stuff, I usually believe what you say. Right. But you've told me, you're like, no, you can get a sufficient workout in 35 minutes um, if it's done right. Mm -hmm. And I believe that. It's true. So, yeah, I think it's quality over quantity. And um, if if I do what I do with you a few times a week, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see a change. I didn't work out for two years when I was six, so I'm kind of getting back. That you're not that gentle on me, but that's okay. <laughs> I like, take off the kitty gloves. <laughs> when yeah, I first started yeah. coming in, I was like, Andrew, I was sick. I didn't work out for two years. Like, you know. Rip the bandaid off. And he's like, yeah, he's no, not baby. He's not. Sure. He does not let me pull any of that, which is, I kind of like it. Yeah. So. Yeah, even Good. when I'm like almost gonna cry. <laughs> no, I know, and we've done some interesting little you different do. workouts that I've never done before. So that's the one thing I like about you too is um, he does the weirdest things. You guys, <laughs> we should bring our phones around in there sometime and show it on my stories because he'll take the same workout like equipment that that you and I've done at all these gyms throughout our lives, but he tweaks them and he does weird. Like pulls you, bands you, on them. Have you ever seen Goonies? Wonder? Like you jimmy rig them or what do you call it? You booby trap them. <laughs> <laughs> you do. And then he tells us to take off our shoes. Remember when he had to take off our shoes? Yeah, that, that was so time? you could stay attached to the barbell. Yeah. That yeah. was on the reverse height. That's when you push your feet yeah. up on that thing Correct. and you and you look bizarre. Like, yeah, it looks like you're a scorpion basically. Like, like creative cre creativity in the gym is a double-edged sword. It has to make sense. Mm -hmm. and, you're very creative. But it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you break down the science of it, it makes sense and it's going to work. Now, I'm not just creative just to be creative. So you'll see a lot of trainers that, especially with right now, because we're so social media 
right. based they off of it. They want to stand out somehow. It's not even that they want, they want to go viral. Right. And what actually creates interest on social media is not what actually works. And I'm going to use, I'm going to use this influencer as um, an example. There's a female influencer, Lexi Clark. She has a great, great following. She has great, great workouts, but everything is band based. Uh Okay. And it's great for somebody that's in a house. Now me, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I would look at her body and go, that wasn't created there. Okay. Now, has she maintained it through it? Absolutely. She could, but was it created? No, either it's great, great, great genetics a lot of hard work and I've even seen it at other gyms where I'll watch people that come into the gym they'll tape their social media workout and then they'll do their own workout oh, that's so unfortunate it is but that's what creates a view and that's what gets them their following and that's where they kind of make their money and that's fine but there's also difference on like say my content that I'll put out will be a little bit more instructive based off the movement might not get a big enough audience but it hits the right people yeah, and I like the integrity behind that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I feel like that's the the authenticity and integrity is going to get you further. Oh, 100%. And that's why like, I look at my clientele base. I have 30 clients that have been with me for over two and a half years. And usually a personal – people stay with the personal What's trainer the on average of five months. Okay. That's interesting because yeah. five months isn't really – like you said, you're gonna, it's going to take six months to even see. Five months is teaching somebody how to work out. Mm-hmm. If you're not adding to their workout right. and giving them something that they can't do on their own, they're not going to stay with you. Okay. And there's no value in that. Yes, I want to keep the client, but there's also a benefit for them of me giving them what they can't do on their self, regardless if that's me spotting the weight, picking up the hip thrust off of you after you fall to the ground. Um watching the form, making small little tweaks to things to get better. That's what continues. People keeps people continuing on their fitness path. I mean, sometimes you'll literally make my foot just tweak an inch different and I feel it completely different Mm -hmm. in my boots or something. So, I mean, yeah, having a trainer really has its benefits and on top of when you yell at us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay. So what, how many times a week would you say is working out is the most beneficial? Again, is that what could you, could you, I would honestly say low end, really trying to make a change is three times a week. You, cause you can create a workout base, push, pull legs. Okay. Ideally, depending on how much you want to break down your body, anywhere from five to six, you should always have a day of rest. Your body works more at rest than it does when you're actually working. How many days do you work out? I work out six. Six days a week. Sometimes the five. Okay. What about water? Water is the lifeblood. Like how much water? <sighs> Ideally, I love to tell people a gallon of water a day. Okay. But, I mean, we live a very crazy, busy lifestyle. But water intake should be in. And if you get enough water in a day, you'll definitely tell a difference not only in your body but your mood and your mind. Mm-hmm. Water is very, very key. Mm-hmm. And do you drink any special kind of water, electrolyte structured, um, I get that. salt, anything? Oh, yeah. Do you do you salt in your – I do in my pre-workout and intra-workout. I do pink Himalayan salt. Okay. One of, the main reason for the elements in it, and honestly, it gives a great crazy pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, it, it actually hydrates down to the cell, yep. you know, yeah. so a lot of people don't realize that sometimes they're actually even dehydrating themselves by drinking a lot of water if they're not getting hydrated to the cells and the water isn't structured or they're not getting a little bit of salt because it'll actually flush out your electrolyte. Salt is one of the biggest misconceptions because people totally think agree. naturally table salt, iodized salt, which yes, is bad for you. And but pink Himalayan salt is the best thing so that yeah. you get. Anytime I get people with gut issues, not feeling well, it's like just put a tablespoon of pecan on salt in your water. Right. Yeah, and I didn't used to know that. I was raised on the whole salt is bad; it'll yeah. cause diabetes or high blood pressure Bloating or something. And all this yeah. Well, table salt is bad. Yeah, right. but if you get the pink Himalayan, if you get or sea, Celtic, salt, sea salt, Celtic yeah. Redmonds, you know, yeah. um, it's and, great for you. And I just yeah. put, like even I'll put it on my kids' tongues. I'll put just a oh, I put it give it to my kids yeah. too. Yeah. They're like, okay, here we go, mom. Like they rolled. Kingston will be like, I'll give it to him. Like, ah, that was awful. Give me more because the Celtic salt too has like bigger pieces. Like chew it up or whatever. Yeah. I like it. Like I like salt. So it's great on me, a steak. Yeah. Um, what about cheat days? Cheat days are actually very, very key because it keeps your mental health in terms of your nutrition. If you're just solidly following a meal, meal, meal base. Now, cheat day? No. Cheat meal. Yes. Okay. Cheat meal. Okay. So, like, if you are strict on your diet and you're doing great Monday through Friday, there is nothing wrong, wrong with going out Friday night, having an extra three, 400 calories, and enjoying your meal. And you actually, a lot of times, you'll see yourself actually drop weight out of it. That's a lot of that's a lot of tricks that we do because it almost that influx of calories relieves the stress on your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes. I, I knew someone that once Now, said- cheat days? No. Not a whole day. It's so no. just a cheat meal. Cheat meal. What's what's Andrea's favorite cheat meal? Oh God. Masteros. Yeah. <laughs> salt and butter. Oh, my cheat meals are epic. I'll do their twelve ounce filet, um, garlic yeah. mashed potatoes. But isn't that good and- for you, their filet? Yeah, I mean, it's I eat not with like, the not, not with the butter that they put on it. Uh, That's right. so yummy, but I know. I love <laughs> butter makes everything better. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I actually. Don't have a problem with butter. I feel like it's good. I cook in butter. Yeah, I do too. Um, There's nothing wrong with the right butter, but like if you're just buying the unsalt, yes, the grass fed organic. I don't think Mashers uses grass fed organic. No, butter. no, <laughs> no, not those four cubes that they I put in I feel like they put sugar in it too because yeah. it's really good. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> lots of lots of table salt and non organic yes. butter. Right? Yes. I think so. But okay, it definitely that isn't very probably my favorite refeed right there. And garlic mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, garlic ever, lobster mac too. Have you ever? Oh, the lobster mac. Yeah. I was say the lobster mac is good. So I like the lobster mashed potatoes. Those are so. Uh, good. I like them, but I'd rather have my lobster, lobster my mac, mac and cheese. And then, okay, yeah. I'll do both. Okay, but what about dessert? We didn't like do butter <laughs> cake here. Yes. Or what's, okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sugar. So sugar is awful for you, but what but do you, you also sugar? but also you also need to understand what I'm going to do the next day. I'm going to train a big muscle group. My body will really just react to it. I'll have a lot more strength. I'll get a great pump throughout the workout. So in essence, I am burning it off the next day. But by eating so clean, your body is just kind of absorbing it and just using it right away. Okay. So Andrew, whenever you first started, I always I always want to know though, like when people first start like their careers and this is like, how did you start? Was it like you just start training at home or did you get a job at a gym? Like, I went to a gym. Yeah, so, is, this, is this what you wanted to do? Oh, absolutely. This is, you're living your dream. This is I had no idea now. that there was actually independent contractor trainers. I had no idea until I moved down here. Oh, um, wait, wait, I, where? I was, I'm from the Inland Empire, Ranch Cucamonga. Oh, I'm from Temecula. Yep. Yeah. But... <laughs> So I was I worked out at this gym called the Twelve. That's just I where 12. I worked out, mm-hmm. um, and 
I was actually working at the AT&T down the street as a sales rep. And one of the trainers came in there. He's like, dude, you need to come train. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what I've like, I've trained in the past, but I, I don't know anything about owning. He's like, don't worry. I'll help you out. He's like, you're a salesperson. And it's actually funny because what he said is true. He goes, you're give me a salesperson. I can make a hell of a trainer because oh, you can yeah. teach somebody how to train. You can know all the tricks of training, but if you don't know how to sell, you'll never be a successful trainer right. because it's all about selling your process to the clients. Yeah, There's a million it. different ways of doing it, but you have to have the people you're training believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I just, I took a very big leap and did it. Um, my first client, I sat and thought about it first. My first client was a hairstylist and I picked her out on purpose because I looked at it how often do that how often does that hairstylist see her clients mm -hmm. once every six weeks enough to see a change so i ended up building up my clientele base right off the bat off the hairstylist because her clients started re asking for me and saying oh, oh you look smart great. What have you been doing correct. and oh that's smart correct so that's like smart. i tr i mentor a lot of incoming trainers and that's my first thing is i, I say find a person that can represent you that people see over through spans of time mm -hmm. so they'll see them every four weeks every eight weeks whatever that may be because then they'll give them enough chance to see the difference in their body versus somebody that they see every single day that you never you you won't see the difference because you look at them every day yeah mm. that's smart yep. yeah they're smart of that okay so you started there and then when did you when did you like when was it like a full time you had like a ton of i actually life. did not have a choice because I was working at AT&T as a sales rep and that industry, there's some very questionable sales tactics. What, AT&T? Well, just in, let, let's say, in any oh, cell phone. Oh, my soul. <laughs> I mean, I have a contract with them. So it was, it was funny because they wanted us to do this thing where we would offer to lower a person's U-verse bill, but instead of giving them an $80 discount, make them buy an alarm system and only give them a $30 discount. Yeah, okay. they've done that with me a million times. Yep. And I ref I was already starting my business at 12, so I refused to do it because it was right down the street. I'm like, I'm not going to create a bad name. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to create a bad name for myself. And my boss, he's, actually, he's, he's probably he's a lot shorter than me, a lot smaller. But he was like, you need to do it. And I said, I will not do it. And I kind of got forceful for him. And then I got home. I got a phone call. They're like, we're suspending you for bullying and intimidating your boss. Whoa. And I was suspended. Good for from, you. I'm happy I was for suspended you. Like, from AT&T for, for four months. Wow. So it was like kind of like I had to make it work. Okay. Like, like this is Your it. voice is very like. <laughs> I told him, I was like, I was like, because he was Because they were afraid that other people in the office were going to do this, right? Yeah. And they they really wanted me to do it. Well, they did this thing probably two months prior to where they cut our commissions because this new wave thing was, it's unfair that certain sales reps make more than the others, so we're going to cap your commission. Life isn't fair. Yep. And it actually took a pretty big chunk out of my pocket. And then at that time, I was just kind of done. I was like, I'm not going to do anything, right. anything I don't need to do. And when we had that conversation, I told him, I was like, you cry worse than my four-year-old nephew. And that was the bullying and intimidating. And that's what they said? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well. Okay. But it was the best thing that ever happened that's to me. That's the best thing that, was best thing that ever happened to me. Like, And then it just really forced me to figure it out and get after it. And I that's a lot of things when I mentor young trainers. They have their side job. I'm like, cool, when are you going to quit your side job? 
Mm. Have an end, have an ending. Sometimes you need to close one door. Mm -hmm. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Like just go for it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So some people are afraid to work out or they just aren't motivated or anything. Do you have any tips for any of them? When you walk in the gym, are there people that are not friendly? Yes. Okay. But that's one person out of 50 people that are in the gym. Okay. Every single person that pays a membership, pays a trainer, has the right to use anything in that gym. They have just as – you could be 200 pounds overweight, never lifted a weight before in your life. You have just as much right to an equipment as somebody that has a 3% body fat and looks amazing. We're all the same people. Mm -hmm. Every person starts somewhere. Okay. I started my fitness journey at 18 year old, 18 years old at 155 pounds. 155? I, I was yeah. a skinny little runt. And that is actually one of my biggest complexes. I I don't like losing weight because then I look in the mirror and I feel skinny. And I feel like back. I feel like a lot of guys are like that though. But I was skinny. Like I was skin like, and bones. Um I have skinny boys. And that was always my motivation was not to be skinny. So I would eat, 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 eat. Um and but I started at that, and I'm here 245 pounds now. Yeah, like here you are. low body fat. Living proof. Correct. So we all start somewhere. Some of the most in shape people that are in the gym started somewhere where you would be amazed that they started at. Right. My son, he's he's 21, and um, he's built like me. He's and he's like six. Uh, he's about six two. Mm-hmm. He's. I, I could be wrong. I hope he doesn't get mad at me. I think he's around 145. He's he's so tall. He'll fill out. And he tra- so he watches. So he works out and he he goes to LA Fitness and he watches like YouTube videos on guys that talk about like how to weight gain and he buys these weight gainer um, protein shakes, mm-hmm. but they hurt his stomach because he has stomach issues too, like me. And poor guy, but he tries really hard. At to about gain 28, weight. he'll start filling out. So it's out. just going to take a few yeah. more yeah. hours. Okay. He'll become like, like a lot of the stuff that that the a lot of the way your body goes is a lot genetics. Yeah. You can you can emphasize your genetics, but a lot of people I have a firm belief people intend to be overweight, intend to be overweight. People that are really skinny, you can't really you can't change the way your bone structure is. Right. So that's probably one of the biggest things. If he's six two, he's probably long and lengthy. He's and it's and hard lengthy. to put on muscle long yeah. and lengthy. And there's people that are overweight that would love to look like him, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So he can eat We all we always want what we don't have. Right. He, he came home with a whole box of um, Krispy Kremes once and he's like, I'm going to eat this every day. He gave me, I'm like, you're going to destroy your gut and your health. It's horrible. Jason does that too. He's like, I'm in bulk season. Yeah. I'm like, you're 11. What do you mean bulk season? <laughs> <laughs> and he's so, and he's just little thing. Love it. Yeah. I love he's it. Like the boys like, took after my genetics that way. I feel like, and my ex-husband's always like, why the kids have these skinny legs like you? Like, they're boys. And You're going to have to bring them in one day. I yeah. should bring my My 21-year-old would love The other one's he 11. And love he, goes, he does my like My boys do weight training at their school. Oh, at their school. They have a, a, this academy program Academy program that started. It's just for the middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, Which and is really cool. It, they have speed and agility, and then there's a weight training, and then there's like specific sports. So three of their classes – my boys are so happy. Three of their classes, they don't have to take electives. They're doing like sports. That's awesome. You must yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah, they do. They're getting a lot of kids from all over coming now to do this academy program. That's it's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. The they, 11 year old does a lot ready. of training with like his baseball team and all that. Yeah. So he's good and then plays sports a lot. But 
Yeah, the 21-year-old, he works um, at Lido House Hotel, and then when, and he works full-time. He works a lot. He's so cute. And um, he's really handsome. He's really cute. <laughs> we got to bring him in. He just is, like, trying so hard to bulk up. I've seen him try so hard. It's just, like, <laughs> not. And I'm like, sorry, I got my dad. You got my dad. Like, it's we're just, like, kind of tall. Mm -hmm. He could do it, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, anything could be done. He could do it. What What would be your well? So just weight with age, but then are there any weight gaining tips that you have? Honestly, the best thing you could do is eat real food. It will be tough. That's what I told him. Not Krispy Kreme. No, no, not you Krispy Kreme. High protein. I'm like, probably. no, like real. It's not packaged. Anything you cook, you know. Mm -hmm. And eat in a surplus. He's probably eating those Krispy Kreme donuts, and he's in a surplus that day. But the next day, he's not. Yeah. Like if you eat in a calorie surplus, you will gain weight. That's just how the body works. Right. Over the week, he's not in a surplus. He probably might go probably a full not day not eat. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so if you have women that want to lose weight, what is your best suggestions? Take time. So the first majority of women that come in, yes, they want to drop 5, 10 pounds or whatever. My first process with them is first getting them to eat more. So I'll start them at a low baseline calorie. And every week when they come in and say they've dropped weight, I'm going to bump their food up, bump their food up, up until we get them to maintenance, really getting that metabolism working. And then when you get to that point, let's say, I'm going to use you as an example. Your maintenance calories is probably around 2,200 calories. I don't eat that's, anywhere near that. I know, but that's probably where your maintenance is. Okay. Yeah. That's what you burn on a daily basis. If we get you intaking that, then when we cut restrict your calories, then your body starts looking for that elsewhere, okay. body fat. Toughest part is a woman comes in, they probably, and I'll say 80% of them eat about 1,200 yeah. calories. So if they want to lose weight, then I would have to cut them from 1,200 to 800. No, and that's not healthy. That's not healthy. That's when you create metabolic that's damage. That's when you create thyroid issues and all that different stuff. So getting the person healthy first, getting them ready to cut. But during that process, when you're adding food in, you're losing body fat. Your body's changing. And the way I always explain is like, okay, we bumped up your calories 300, 300 calories this week. You didn't gain any weight. Guess what? Your body's improving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are some of your mentors, mentors that you look up to, that you watch videos on, like doctors, trainers that are out there that have been around for a while? There's a few trainers out there that I really, really like. I like Brent Contreras. He's out of San Diego. I think he's now in Florida. He has like, a flute lab, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, there's somebody from Australia, Coach Mark Carroll. I'll really skim a lot of people, and a lot of it is learning what not to do. Mm. Um, or looking at something and going, that doesn't make sense. But if you do this this way, it makes sense. So a lot of time, a lot of my learning things are seeing somebody do something and going, that doesn't look right. Thinking about it, tweaking it, and making it work. Right. Okay. Cool. One thing you will never hear from me in the gym is you will never do that because there's always a place, time and place for everything. What do you mean? You'll never do like. So like you'll hear trainers say, I will never have you do this. Oh, okay. Like I can say that about like some trainers don't believe in sprints. Mm -hmm. I'll never have you sprinting. Well, like cer sprints. certain That's times sprints. it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, I would say the only thing I probably will never have anybody do is a burpee. I find that I as the most nonsense movement it is out nonsense. there. What about a Turkish getup? <sighs> Those make sense. That's not the, my, all the Peloton guys always do the Turkish, Turkish get up. But it just doesn't match what I train. 
Okay. And that's one thing that I, I really pride myself on. And actually I had somebody the other day inquire about training with me it was an athlete. I'm like, I'm not your trainer. Like, mm. I don't, I don't have time to create functionality, increase your speed. Let me recommend this person. Okay. Well, that's good though, because yeah. you're so specific. You're like, look, that's not what it, I do here. I, it wouldn't be right. Right. What do you think about Peloton craze? Think about that. Well, I just bike or the workouts. It's a very expensive coat hanger. <laughs> I would say 80 percent of people mine. that buy a Peloton just put clothes on it. So true. <laughs> I got it during COVID, and then I just I, I sold think most it. People did. I sold it about a year ago. Honestly, I bought one. I bought a Peloton for my wife for Christmas because she works Did from she home. Use it? She no, I haven't given it to you. She works from home, and that's kind of what she wants. And I go, if you use it, you use it. But I mean, majority of those just turn into coat hangers. It's true. That's how my treadmill was. Mm -hmm. when I like, just in the way. Peloton is great. A, way, a great way to get cardio in. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, my wife once time had me take a spin class, and this was like the most mind-boggling thing I've ever heard I in my see life. You in a spin class? I did. I, I did it once. Spin class. <laughs> and I, I, I walked out when the instructor was like, "All right, stand up, Woo! lean forward, and let's build those glutes." And I'm like, "We're on a bike. You're not going to build glutes." <laughs> Right. Yeah, the wrong crowd. Like it's just like yeah. I'm laughing just picturing you in there. Like, oh, it was yeah. torture. <laughs> but Peloton has those other workouts. They have a lot, and those the one thing I liked about it, their Christmas deal is they have a a five, ten, and fifteen pound dumbbell that they or sets that they give you, and I was like, that's perfect. Like I now she'll have weights at home, and I can tell her what to do, and mm -hmm. it works perfectly. So you don't train her. I do. Yes, you do. I, I do. Does she now. come to the gym. Now she does. She for does. the longest time, the for the longest time, that was just a no, 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 because it's just it just doesn't mix. The la it just doesn't mix. I don't want to create that fight. Um, you seem very intentional with your marriage and and um, really balanced with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But then she came to me. She goes, "That's not fair. You train all these women, and yeah, I tell can't them, train sis. with you." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> fine. I'll do it." And sorry. My exact words were, well, then I'm not your fucking husband at the gym. Oh, you're going to get, you're that, gonna get, you got to be careful with her. I feel like that's a slippery slope. But but she knows that if she's coming, she's coming to me for a reason. I've yeah. paid for trainers for her. Now you almost kind of put on this whole different, like when you're Andrew at the gym. When He's, you're, it's like, all you're, business. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So And she knows that about you. So He greets really friendly. Oh, yeah. Hey, Miss Lizzie. You're and then it's like, work, work, work. You're all right. Nice. Go on your way. And it's nothing in between. Nope. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So life is hard. It's crazy. You're running a business, a marriage, um, maybe starting a family potentially one day, um, all of that. How do you balance your spiritual, physical, and mental health? I disconnect. I, I am very good at disconnecting, so I do have strict rules. Um, you have strong I, boundaries. I put my... I put my phone away at five o'clock. Do you? I wow. put it down and, and I, I'll look at it before I go to bed and I'm not carrying cancer. I'm a trainer. There's nothing that's an emergency that I can't deal with in the morning. It's true. Right. Um, but if there is an emergency, I'll respond back or I just will respond back in the morning. Um, my weekends are my weekends and that's where we have our enjoyment. We're going to go and enjoy our meals. We're going to go different places. Um, so no training on the weekends, no work on the weekends. I'll work out on the weekends. You will, but yeah. you, you don't, don't train. train. I don't train on the weekends. No, okay. that is a that is just a no. I, and I'm blessed sense. to be in that position because I'm in a, a power, or position of strength with that, with what my business is, that I can easily say, no, I won't. Right. 
But when I started out, I I didn't care when somebody needed to train. I would be Saturday, Sunday. It wouldn't matter. But now I have everything dialed into where like, this is what I have. This is what I'm doing. And then I have a couple trainers that are underneath me that I'm able to pass things off to. Would you ever want your own gym? What, that, do you have a like what is like a dream or are you in it right now like is there what's what's next like down the road right now i am i am enjoying training and bringing bringing that extra work into it doesn't make sense with how okay. well i'm doing is it I some mean, that's, 70 clients it's pretty fantastic yeah, and then you have the headache of owning the gym and I, it's, yeah. it's I, managing all the i've been a manager previous i just don't like managing people yeah, i don't um but in the right situation, it definitely would be something I would love to do to where I can still be a trainer and maybe just meet with a manager of the gym, mm -hmm. but own the gym. That's something that me and my wife have talked about as our next step. Um, I would love to create a gym that is for my clients that I just have for them just, and almost like a private society type thing where right. you have to be either introduced through somebody that's a member there and really make it private gym for people. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's like the Soho house of gyms. In Orange Correct. Orange. Yeah. Correct. To where it is for everybody that has the right mindset in there. Right. Um, now what that right mindset is, that would be different on every person, but I want to create a place that's comfortable for everybody and that is enjoyable for everybody. And that can really just sustain on itself. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. What are your plans for Christmas? Christmas? God, that's coming up, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Did you get your wife something? <laughs> I, I, I'm, already, I'm already working on that. Um, Christmas, all of our families are local, so it'll be a lot of driving. Mm -hmm. So we'll go out to my parents in the Empire. We'll come back down to her parents, which are in Tustin. So it's nice to be very, very close to everybody to where we can drive to, but then it's a lot of driving. So, like with the clients and everything over Christmas, do you tell them go ahead and eat the sugar cookies and drink the alcohol? Ooh, alcohol—that's a big. One. What do you think about alcohol? Yeah, so it's really it's natural. It, it is honestly the worst thing. It is the worst thing that's out there for people, and I, I explain this to clients. the The damage alcohol does to them has nothing to do with the calories that are in the drink. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your liver and what the what your job of the liver is. So. The liver plays a very key part in breaking down the glycogen into insulin, and then that's where you get your energy from. Mm -hmm. Whatever you don't use gets stored as body fat. When you introduce alcohol, the liver can only do one thing, and its main job is to get rid of the toxin that you introduce to your body. So then all that glycogen just sits there and gets stored as body fat. That's on that. When I break it into clients, I'm like, cool, why do you need to drink? Social. So you can't be social with people without alcohol. Sadly, a lot. You can't talk to people yeah. without alcohol. I'm stressed. Okay, cool. What have you ever drinking and the stress is gone the next day when you wake up? There is actually no – if you break it down, there is no good benefit to alcohol. And I have a drink here and there. Uh, but I, I – You said do you not drink I was going to say, yeah. No, I have a drink here and there. Um, but it's never to mask or fix or create comfort into something. Or just to get drunk. Correct. I did quit drinking for – about six years. I used to drink very heavily prior you to were it. A maniac. You're young. Yeah. Were you a maniac I, when you were young? I, I can see you. I can see you. <laughs> it was one of those things, but it was like actually where like I did it as like a six week bet 
And then I just loved how I felt. You feel great when you don't have any alcohol in your system. I loved how I felt, and it went six years. Now, I lost pretty much every friend I ever had during that time. Really? Because if you're not drinking, then that makes sense. They don't invite you places, or you get that discomfort of, well, why aren't you drinking, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And it's not me that was the problem. It was them. They they realized that, well, why am I – like? and it just – I always tell people when they make that change, guess what? You're going to find out who your true friends are. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I used to be Mormon, so I didn't drink. And then also I did the 75 hard. And I just felt like when I would go places and I'm like, I'll have a Perry. And it just was different. I used to, to be able to get around that. I would go and show up at the place early or I would go up to the bartender. And just have like a And I would be like, I'm going to order vodka sodas. And all I want you to put in there is soda water. I'll even pay for the vodka. I don't care. And you just make them think that <laughs> yes. you're drinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that before. Which is sad. Yeah, it is. And it's sad. actually really sad, but. But it kind of like, it's kind of like the placebo effect though. You think you're having a drink and you're kind of like. But people you know. just It was more for me not to get crap from people. Right. It's, yeah. it's so true. Yeah. Probably yeah. worse for a guy though. I feel like girls don't, we don't do a lot of harassing, but guys, it's oh, yeah. probably more. Not harassing, but I would just notice like, oh, then they didn't right. invite me or then they are like. Yeah, no, they do. They would ask me, right. why are you having a push? Oh, come on, just one glass or why not? And and I'm like, I'm tired of everyone asking me and so I'll just have a glass or something. Yeah. So it's a, it's definitely. Alcohol is like the only thing where people can peer pressure you into doing something bad for, like. Right. Or you get crap for not doing something. Yeah. Bad for you. Doing, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But it, like you said, it's to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. And I get it. It's a very socially acceptable. It's a lot yeah. of things. Um revolve around alcohol so it's, mm-hmm. it, it is it's hard but man you feel so good when you don't it's so nice not waking up with it like yeah. and even oh, when yeah. i went back to having a drink here and there i remember that first drink i had the next day i woke up and i was like oh my yeah. god i feel yeah. like crap <laughs> like, yeah yeah but i used to wake up like that every day before when i yeah i'm a lightweight like that the next Same. day i'm just like oh my gosh yeah, and never I doing that like, again. Yeah. No, and I have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. I have adrenal fatigue. I have three autoimmune. I have POTS. So when I drink, it takes me like a couple of days yeah. to. Um, I don't even have alcohol. It takes in my seventy-two house. hours for the alcohol to get out of your system. Oh, that's awful, and it kills mm-hmm. brain cells. Mm-hmm. It ages you. I mean, it's so bad for you. Have you ever done the seventy-five hard? I have not. I have <laughs> not. I haven't needed to. I know people that. That's true. Do that. You live like you kind of yeah. live that lifestyle, mm-hmm. basically, and. I just don't like reading. <laughs> I do and I don't. Yeah. I, it's kind of like going to the gym. I don't love reading, but when I sit down and do it and I my mind goes in a million places and I'm like, what did I just read? But then when I, I, I feel If I was to ever do, do that, I would have to know what I'm going to read in advance because yeah. I can sit and read if, if something's beneficial right. or what I need to learn or will make me better. But just reading around a book, I'd be like, I'm, Oh, no, it's very yeah. intentional. What yeah. I read is... It, Absolutely got it. Yeah. I mean, it's got to catch me. It's got. It's got to be for a purpose. Or I'll be like squirrel. No, I mean it is squirrel. <laughs> I have shiny object syndrome. <laughs> I feel that like a lot of like healing in general, like getting better. It's, it can be a very lonely place. Absolutely. Well, you know. Well, I mean, anytime you make changes, it it, it definitely is. They, they always say every time you make a positive change, it's a very lonely process for yourself until you find the people that fit that change. Right. You ha- you surround yourself with people that fit your lifestyle right now. You're changing your lifestyle. So those people aren't going to fit it anymore. Right. My wife went through that when we were married. Her friends that she would go out and hang well, out with, yeah, now it, they're single. It just doesn't fit. Now we got to find something that does fit. It's lonely during the process of finding that new group that fits into you. That's true. That's a really good breakdown right there. Yeah.
that's really true. So we talked a little bit before about the industry that you used to work with um, competitors and you don't anymore. No. And you found it to be a very toxic no. environment. And so um, if there's people out there that want to compete or don't or want a trainer for that, like give us a little what you talked about before we there started. There are people out there that truly love bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. And I won't take anything away. It, it takes a lot of discipline to do and it is a great accomplishment. Unfortunately, now bodybuilding and competing has turned into this big thing where it's not even about bodybuilding, but it's more about rec uh, recognition for themselves. Bodybuilding is a lot of damage onto your body, especially women. You're screwing up your hormones. Yeah. You're screwing up your metabolism, stuff that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life, not to mention the PEDs that are involved. Realistically, to compete, you have to take things. Okay. If you're actually going to compete, you're literally not going to make you're, it. It's not competitive okay. because every other person that you're going up against is. Right. So you're at a disadvantage. Um, I mean, have you seen those girls? They're they're incredible. I mean, that's it it's doesn't crazy. look natural. It, does, it, it, sure. it, it is like, and you when you're in that industry, you can spot it a mile away. There's just a hardness look to well, it. They that, lose all the face. Um, you know, they lose that fat in their face. They get very hardened and it yeah. does look a little massive. Well, they say when you get to a certain age, it's your, your face, your body. You've got to be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't want to get too thin. No, no. Really I mean, and you, you've even seen it with those Zempic. I was just going to say, yep. when you were done talking, I was going to lead right into you. Mm -hmm. Like Zempic, there are long-term oh, effects oh. that are really unhealthy with that also. and Well, just like anything, I think we don't, as people, we don't know when to stop. Right. If you were to do say, and look, I've done things to get to the way that I wanted to want to be body wise when I was doing my competing. Who am I to judge if somebody does Ozempic to lose a little bit of weight? I am actually feeling going back to the old Fen Fens and everything. I actually think it's probably one of the safest weight loss drugs oh, that really? is out there. Yes, because I remember that whole craze. Like yeah. for not giving you a heart attack and different stuff like that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing when you go past that 12 weeks because you just go, oh my God, I lost two pounds. I lost four pounds, eight pounds. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I just want to keep going. Well, no, you need to give your body a chance to recover out of it. Your body will recover from anything. Well, if yeah. you do it for 12 weeks, I don't see what a there's, there's not a real, not, not a lot. If you're doing it, if you can't stop and you're going like a year, I had say a, a year to three years, it's like really. I had a girl that came into me. It was her first training session. I remember or she came up to me, she was like, she's like, what do you think about Ozempic? And I explained to her, she goes, and I said, if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But understand this, this, and this is going to happen. Right. If you're okay with it, that's it. She's like, oh, I've already been doing it. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, how long have you been on it? And I think it was August. She's like, since November last year. And I'm like, oh my God, you need to stop. Like that, that is just creating issues down the road that you have no idea. It is a, it is a diabetic drug, mm -hmm. okay? It is for people that are sick or need help, truly. The one thing I didn't like about it was when that craze came out, people that actually needed it couldn't get it. No. Yeah, that's always sad. Yeah. So. yeah. Or it was cheaper for people that were using it as weight loss than people were using it for medication. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was definitely Have you ever dealt with any, like, health issues that, you know, weight training or your health, like your diet or anything like that? Me personally? Yeah. No. No? no, I've I've actually I've been blessed. I've only had the only thing I've ever done is I've ruptured my bicep, okay. but I did that bowling. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our 
big trainer here, and he threw it to did, what was it like a twelve or something? Like, I don't, I don't even remember, but I remember it snapped off, and I was like, oh my god, it was just a radiating oh, pain. That sounds painful. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I got lightheaded. Like we're almost going right. to pass out. It was not. It was really not fun. very fun. But that's the only thing I've actually ever encountered. Um, but I think guys are doing what they do: steroids, they do testosterone. What do you think percentage of guys in the gym that are really using those? Honestly, I'll say this: I think any male that's over thirty should be on some type of testosterone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. You should at least get your testosterone checked. But you should have a check first. You shouldn't just be taking no. You should just jump on it. Like, and uh, there are things you can do naturally to boost your testosterone. You know, mm -hmm. so. but you should you should get your testosterone checked. We as a society for men have very low testosterone. Yeah. What that help? What that creates is mental health issues. It goes right back down to that. I have I have probably have four friends that I've recommended and they've done it in the. Within three weeks, they're coming to me like, oh, my God, I have like no idea mm -hmm. how depressed I was or mm -hmm. how fatigued I was. Never mind the physical effects of it, just the overall right. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think hormones are probably our biggest cause of mental health issues. Oh, women definitely. with IUDs, I know with all the women that I train, they have mental health issues. Why they have that? to take it out. Those are gone right after. So... It's one of those things that do we have mental health issues? Yes, but a lot of them are also hormonally based. Yeah, I agree. And, and mm -hmm. then toxins and phthalates and all that kind of stuff. That, yeah. mm -hmm. What percentage do you think of guys who do uh, steroids? I think it depends on what gym you go into. Okay. You go into a Planet Fitness Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you go into a bodybuilding gym, then majority are going to be on it. And also I think the area plays into it. Um, is that like the, is it, are steroids like the Ozempic for men? Is that yeah. what, that's like yeah. their, I mean, yes, it's one of those things. If you know the risk, then that's on you. You choose what you want to do. Right. But also at the same point, I think people should wait a certain period of time before maybe they even think about going down that road. Right. I know a lot of guys that maybe just jump in the gym, like, Oh, well, why I want to do this. It's like, Give yourself two years. See what you can do naturally. Once you, you run into that that brick wall of this is as far as I naturally can go. If you want to go further, and that's what you have to do, then there that's that process. That that's what you have to come at peace with yourself on that. Right. I don't think anybody should knock anybody for that if it's a physical thing. Um, I don't. I, I've been around it a lot with being in the gym industry, and I don't believe all the roid rage and different stuff like that i think if you're an a-hole you an take steroids you're going to be yeah. a bigger a-hole yeah like yeah. i agree yeah right it's just it's, it's, it's just more about who you are mm -hmm. yeah i agree just blame it on but that. like is there other health issues that come along with it yes but that's why you do regular blood panels and different stuff and make sure everything's all online your kidneys your livers and you're able to monitor it versus just doing it blind about detoxing do you do any type of detox i have never done a detox never no ever i actually don't really no believe cleanse, in those. Nope. no detox no no do you sweat a lot in your workouts yes okay just yeah. detoxing but like like saunas anything i don't like <sighs> she's all boy you are so old school <laughs> i am you are like, like wow i mean like so saunas people think that does this and that and that 
And the way I look at that and when I explain to people, if you're doing the other 99% right, then yes, I can understand you having that mindset. But if you're not doing the other 99% right, guess what? Going into a sauna, is it going to make you lose weight? Like you may lose water weight while you're in there, but the moment you drink water, it's right back on. Cold plunge is a big phase or big uh-huh. craze right now. What people don't realize is it's the worst thing to do after your workout. Oh, so you should wait to do a cold plunge. I'm not saying that there's not benefits. I do to know it. there's benefits to them, but that's important for people but to know. The timing doing it like. I know, I know a group fitness class place that does group fitness class, and they have their cold plunge right there. It is actually detrimental for you to do a cold plunge after a workout because your body grows through the inflammation. Inflammation at times is good. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So when's the best time to do it? I think the science said like if you work out in the morning, then you could do it in the afternoon, like five, six, seven o'clock. Um, I don't want to be in heat and I don't want to be in cold. I'm not doing either one of those. So you've never done a cold plunge? <laughs> no. Oh I my won't. gosh. No. You're you're so like I love that you're anti this like you're anti all this fad stuff on Instagram. Andrew's like no, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> I am not jumping into no ice water. No, I like it. It's, it's just funny because it's kind of refreshing right. almost. Mm-hmm. Like I'm inundated with all that stuff all the right. time, and then here's you're just like nope. And look at you. I mean, you look fine. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. I like it. You don't fall for all that stuff. No, but I know I have clients that do it and they swear by it. And yeah. you know what? A lot of it's just placebo effect. I do think that well. If it's a placebo, then I'm getting in a bath next time and just telling myself it's a cold punch because I think it's absolutely miserable, but I have mm-hmm. had some benefits. But placebo effect is a huge factor in everything. I like right. how, how you think something's going to do and what you expect it to do, you will actually see that happen because you just expect it. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, Okay. That's so funny. <laughs> so, like traveling, um, do you suggest people like bring anything with them, or to work out while they go, or do you just travel? So and not- it depends on how, who that person is. Like, if they're in a very strict regimen, maybe say competing, then yes, they're going to have to take food. If somebody is very consistent with their food, then I'm going to tell them, "You're on a vacation. Ooh, enjoy go yourself. To Cabo, have fun. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> guess what? One week is not going to do damage. You have may fun. put on two pounds, but guess okay. what? In a week, it'll be right back off. Okay. If I wanted to look amazing in a bikini in two weeks, you week. always look amazing in a bikini. <laughs> Thank you. you but, mean, she's talking about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like I have girls um, ask me on Instagram. Right? I'll go to Cabo and I'll around on my stories in a bikini right not just because it's mm-hmm. what i do but we but, all like do the little preparations but yeah before and i'll somewhere. have girls yeah. say okay what what did you do so what are your suggestions if someone I mean, can, said, can oh, you my, my first suggestion if someone comes to me saying two weeks i'm going on a vacation i want to look at a bathing suit i should i say you should have started eight months ago yes i, I can totally hear i can totally hear saying <laughs> that. that is exactly what you would say <laughs> Because you can't, I mean, realistically, you're not going to make any change to your body within that short of period. Like, I'll get a lot of women that come in like, oh, I'm getting married in a month. Yeah. You should have started a lot longer because you have to, once reverse, cut, reverse, cut. Like, the earlier you get started, the better your results are going to be. So, what Anything, would you say six months? If I really wanted to see, if I was getting months. married six or months. going to Fiji and Six months is a very good number to start months. with. Um, six months. The way I explain it is the faster. Don't come to Andrew two weeks before. <laughs> the faster the result you get, the worse rebound that you're going to get. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, like for these people that do these crash diets, 
let's go back to detox, detox teas or whatever, like the celery cleanses and different stuff. You'll drop five pounds, yeah. but the moment you reintroduce food, you're putting on seven pounds. So it makes no sense. The faster the results, the worse the rebound is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And that's in everything in life. I mean, that's honestly- <laughs> Anything <laughs> worth having is not easy. Exactly. It takes no, time. It takes exactly. effort. It takes discipline. Yeah, no, what cook, but you know, but there's a word, there's a saying for it, but I can't think of it. So, what goes down or what crashes, what what goes fast crashes hard, or you know, uh, something like that, yeah, something like that, and yeah. someone can uh, plug that in. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anything else you want everyone to know, or where we can find you, yeah. and all that? So I'm based out of Costa Mesa. Um, my Instagram handle is atf underscore personal training. Do online coaching, in person training. Um, Come on down to my gym, Earned Performance Center. It's a great facility, clean facility, hard equipment. You want a great workout? It is the spot to be. It's one of the best gym. It is the best gym that I've ever been at. I, I really like it. I contest it. Yes. And it's funny because like you drive up to it and you don't think that, but it is just one of those places it's where it is a hidden gem. Everyone in there has great energy. The music is off the walls. And and majority of the people that are in there are in great shape. And that's really not, that shouldn't be a that deterioration, but it's, it's, it's motivating for people that are point, in there. It's motivating. Like people work hard in that gym. So that just motivates you to work that much harder. Yeah. Everybody like goes the in there to work yeah. hard. Yeah. And yeah. even like all your mentality. colleagues, like all the trainers, people that work there, they're all very kind to me. I really do appreciate their, um, you know, yeah, the, everybody's very nice professional. Yes. I feel like it's not, it's not icky, gossipy, weird Orange County stuff. It's it's actually no, it's not. It's very. It's not clicky. It's not. No. It's no. really not. So it's cool. Like there's other trainers that will come up and say, "We Hi, truly you girls have are a community." Here. I see you girls. Yeah. How you girls doing? Like they'll say that to us and everything. It is truly yeah. a community, and that's yeah. one thing that everybody there has been trying to build. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we love it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Keep Thanks. coming. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank, thank you so, so much, much, Andrew. This was fun. Yeah, it was oh, fun. We'll, we'll do it again. Yep. Yeah. So tell your wife we said hi. We'll do. We'll yes. do.